you are Locked On NFL, your daily NFL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here we are. He's Tony Wiggins. I'm James Erpine. Welcome in to Locked On NFL. And for the first time in quite a while, Tony, we are talking on a Wednesday with football just 24 hours away. Bucks, Cowboys tomorrow night, and then a, a full weekend slate. I'm ecstatic that the regular season is here. I'm jacked up, man. I'm ready to go, ready to roll. College got us back into the mood a little bit this weekend, but ain't nothing like the NFL, baby. Nothing like nothing. The NFL. Nothing like the NFL. We'll get into some college in that third segment in our NFL draft segment. Plus, we got a Super Bowl prediction. We should, right? It's week one. Who is going to make it to the Super Bowl and more? But uh, tell them who we're presented to uh, presented by today, Tell. Yeah, the NFL season is about to begin, as James mentioned, tomorrow. And nobody covers it like Locked On Podcast Network. August 30th through September 8th, Locked On's ultimate season preview is taking you through every team and every division with the help of Odyssey's Ross Tucker and Jason Locken for follow the ultimate season preview 2021 feed on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast to tune in started on the 30th, but it's still going now. So make sure you guys tune into that. Yeah, James, man, um, absolutely ready to roll, man, for the, the NFL season. Uh, we're getting off to a bang uh, with uh, the America's team, I guess is what they refer to themselves as against uh, the defending champion, Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Bucks. So it's going to be awfully fun. Now, this is the time of season where everybody's optimistic, right? And they're all optimistic yeah. for different reasons. Some teams, it's Super Bowl or bust. There are a, lot, a number of teams that have to take that next step. And then there are some teams like the one that the ones that we cover. I'm going to put plural on ones. The ones sure. that we cover that basically want to uh, show that their narrative has changed and they, that they are no longer in football purgatory. So uh let's tackle that let's let's talk about all of that stuff i want to get let's start at the bottom first since that's what we're used to being <laughs> some some of those bottom teams that you believe uh, are going to be exponentially better than they were last year i'll start with the team that i cover i i think things have changed in jacksonville and i, and I really do believe that uh, trevor lawrence is going to have this place looking up it may not show in uh the record per se but i think it will show uh with the way that the team operates and functions um on a daily basis and that's the tough thing right is like with jacksonville the, the good thing for jacksonville but that's the tough thing is judging the progress based on something other than wins because you're right it may feel much much different down there halfway through the season than it did a year ago and they may only have two or three wins it might not be much different record-wise, a difference of a couple wins. But that's a huge difference when you're talking about building. This isn't the year people are expecting the Jaguars to win the division, right? That's just not in the cards, I don't think. Now, you never know. Never say never, I guess. But that's not that's something I'm predicting. I don't think it's something you're predicting. And, and that's the tough part. Uh, the team I cover in Cincinnati, the Bengals, I think they they don't have that that luxury anymore. We're not talking about a first-year head coach. We're not talking about a rookie quarterback. We're talking about a young team, but a team that needs to show growth, needs to show progress with wins. Not close losses, wins. And there's pressure that comes with that. And I think that the Bengals, certainly in Cincinnati, 
maybe not nationally in Cincinnati, there is pressure on Zach Taylor. There's pressure on that entire unit. And you, you mentioned Thursday night football. I think there's pressure on the Dallas Cowboys. I think there's pressure on Mike McCarthy. I didn't watch every single hard knocks episode, but the ones I did watch, it's like, Oh, is Mike McCarthy the guy? And it was always right. a, an odd fit in Dallas. I thought he was more of a Midwestern type right. coach. And now you yeah. go to Dallas where it's luxury and flash and Dak Prescott and all these toys. And that's a team, honestly. And I know it's a bad division, I don't really like the Cowboys this year. And I think I might get crushed because we're on a national podcast and I'm talking about that. But look, America's team, you could say it all you want. And maybe Dak is what he was at the, the start of last year. And defensively, maybe they take a step forward. Uh, certainly upgrade, I think, in, uh, in coordinators with Dan Quinn. But the Cowboys, I'm kind of low on them. I know some people are bullish thinking they might win the division. I wouldn't be shocked if they finished third in that division. Uh, you know, it's very interesting because one of the things I was thinking about when we were talking about those teams that need to come up from the bottom, it's weird. You can really talk about the entire NFC East that way because, yeah. you know, I think the most stable team, though, the team that actually has the most reasons when you go across the chalkboard and you start putting checks in boxes. I love mm -hmm. the Washington football team's team. I, I just – I like I like their identity. I like uh, Ron Rivera. I think he fits. I think the team is built and made in in in, in his image. Uh, I think defensively, the front seven is wicked. Um, and remember, they made the playoffs last year and actually played well for about three quarters against Tampa uh, with a backup with a young quarterback. So um, I really do believe that they are the team to beat. But I'm intrigued by Dallas getting Dak back. I'm intrigued by the fact that they're top heavy in terms of the skill positions on offense. They're, they're just, I think they're head and shoulders above everyone else in the division. I'm also intrigued about Sirianni and in and, and Philly because that's a, that's a tough town and he's been quirky enough in his, in his uh, interviews that, you know what, this thing might work and it might fit. And <laughs> with the way that, with the way that they're going to be and, and if their, their lines of scrimmage is healthy, they fixed their defensive backfield. They could be a very interesting team. I also look at the G-Man, and I'm not a huge Dave Gettleman guy, uh, and I want – because of, I love Patricia Trainer so much, I, I want them to do well uh, with Locked on Giants. That's my girl. But I'm intrigued. I don't think Daniel Jones is the answer. Mm -hmm. But you look up, man, and they got some weapons on that team if everybody can stay healthy. They can get Ingram, Barkley – Galladay and all of those guys on the same page, the Giants, and, and they played well defensively at the end of the year last year. They could be one of those sneaky teams, sort of like one of the teams that I'm going to mention later on. That You look up, man, and they're a lot better than you think they are because they're going to be a tough out every week because of the coach. For, for sure, and that's where it comes back to because if you're a well-coached team, I, I think the reason you're bullish on Washington and the reason I'm buying Washington stock is because of Ron Rivera, right? It's a culture. The culture is the culture. Now, do they have a, a hell of a defensive line to back up that culture? Absolutely. Do, do they have guys on the offensive line and you know a running back that you really like and weapons? Absolutely. I'm not just saying that it's just Ron Rivera. But, yeah, Joe Judge, there's a lot to like about him. And the fact that Bill Belichick endorsed him, you talked to Patricia Trena, and she feels like, at least last time I talked to her, she feels like the Giants have the right guy leading them as far as the head coach 
coaching position is concerned. So yeah, could they? Maybe. But then I go back to Daniel Jones. I go back to him tripping over his own feet. I go back to him. Is he going to be a leader? Is he not? Uh, I watched the Giants last year. Daniel Jones gets injured. And this was the Joe Burrowless Bengals. And you really didn't notice a difference. I think it was Colt McCoy who came in for him. And it might not have been. I might be wrong on that. But it's one of these journeyman backups that uh, that, that comes in. And I didn't notice much of a difference. And that, to me, is is bothersome when you talk about evaluating quarterbacks. Trevor Lawrence gets dinged up and doesn't play in the second half of a game. Guess what? Everybody is going to notice that he's not out there. Joe Burrow goes out. Kyler Murray goes out. Like, it doesn't take much. Heck, Zach Wilson, he plays a half for the Jets and isn't playing in that second half for the Jets. I bet you we're going to notice. <laughs> I bet you there's going to be a difference. So it's it's one of those things where uh, I like a lot of the infrastructure, you know, from a talent standpoint that they have. But can Daniel Jones be that guy? That's a good question. He doesn't have to be Peyton Manning. But if, if he can be that guy, then I do. I agree with you. I think they have the right head coach and, and some of the right talent. He's trending to have a Ryan Tannehill in Miami-esque career in New York. If he doesn't get it done this year, he's going to have an opportunity somewhere else. But much like Tannehill is a very good athlete. And for some reason, when I see him, I see Ryan Tannehill and in, 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 in Miami. Wow. And he just didn't do very much while he was there. So uh, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to talk about some middlings, and then we're going to talk about the elite teams in segment number two. And I'm going to make a surprise Super Bowl prediction in segment two. I am. Uh I am. So from some of my and it's going to affect some of my favorite people, too. So the Wiggins jinx is no more. If you think about it, the team I'm going to talk about, they broke the the Wiggins jinx last year. You are, I know you who you're talking about. You should, and I'm, don't give it away. So we're going to talk I'm about not. that. We're going to talk about in segment two here on a Wednesday, Locked on NFL with James Rapine and Tony Wiggins. It's that time of the year, football time, ladies and gentlemen, and that means Bet Online is here and better than ever. It's your number one spot for all things pro and college football. Look, you want to bet on that Thursday night game? We talked about it. Bucks, Cowboys. By the way, I like the Buccaneers in that one. Give me – or, or, or I'll give the seven and a half that I uh, saw at betonline.ag. Well, you can bet on it with their opening day super promo where you make a bet on that season opener this Thursday. And if you lose, you're going to be refunded up to 25 bucks. That's free money. You can wager for free. It's for new customers only when signing up. And all you got to do is use promo code NFL100. Plus at BetOnline, you can get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor contest. Open now at BetOnline.ag. You can sign up for free, and when you do and you make that first deposit, use promo code LOCKEDON. You're going to get a 100% welcome bonus. Take advantage of this free money right now. You're going to be watching the games. You might as well make some money while you do it. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Okay, here's how Miro works. See, it's amazing. What's everyone doing at David's desk? Ever since marketing started using Miro's collaborative online whiteboard, he thinks all our other teams should sign up. Why? He says Miro's making his meetings disappear. And if every team gets on it, that means even less meetings. They're using Miro for brainstorms, mind maps, customer research. So could we use Miro instead of having another 100 meetings for every round of feedback? Yep. You can comment, react to ideas, even leave a recording on the board. And what about presentations? 
There are Miro templates for that. How do you know so much about Miro? I've actually been using it all along. I just used a Miro board to plan the best vacation. Okay, I'm on board. See how Miro users save up to 80 hours every year by meeting less and doing more. Get on board at Miro.com with three boards free forever. That's M I R O.com. All right, rolling along here on a Wednesday with James and Tony on Locked On NFL. We've discussed some teams in the first segment that we thought were needing to prove that they could get themselves out of the cellar. So we're going to talk about some middlings now, teams that were not awful last year, but have a chance to be really, really good this year. I got two. So I don't know how you want to play this. Do you want me to mention them both or you want me to go one at a time, James? No, mention them both. So then that way I make sure we don't have duplicates. Go ahead. Right. The Chargers. And I know – I don't know a lot about their coach, but I know a whole lot about their quarterback, and I know about their skill position players. And they finally addressed the, the offensive line, and they have a number of good players on defense too with Derwin James coming back. Is, is there a better combination, uh, front-to-back combination, than Derwin James and Joey Bosa? I don't know. I, I, Jack, I think Derwin James J- is the best safety in football when he's healthy. Jalen Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald obviously are, are probably the, at the top of that list. Mm-hmm. I think they're a very, very good team, an extremely good team with a very, very good quarterback. I think they're one of the teams that I, that could turn their record from that middle-of-the-road record to really, really take a, uh, take a stab at – I think the Raiders got problems. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's personnel. I think it's the people picking the players. Oh, um, it's a shot I, at Gruden. I, okay. It is. I think Denver is, 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 is still very good, but they have a lot to prove a, a little bit. I actually do think the Chargers can make some noise and be that team that is just like the ingrown toenail, if you will, and get on the nerves of, of the Chiefs a little bit I, gotcha. I, because they because they can score. They can score points and they can defend. And I think they're a prop. You look at their matchups with the Chiefs and you go, you mm-hmm. know what? There's no reason why they can't hang with them. Yeah, I, I that's a good point because, look, what do they have? They have guys that can get after Mahomes and guys that can make plays in the secondary. And then on the flip side, they have a quarterback that can – make plays and they have guys who can catch passes and be playmakers. And so I agree with you. I think that they will give the chiefs uh, a a challenge. I'm not saying they're as talented, but if Herbert is, you know, a couple steps better than he was last year and just as accurate with that deep ball. And with those weapons, you're right. I think they could fill it up. I think they could be a problem for the, the chiefs and the rest of that AFC West and really the, the AFC. Now I did say you go to, and then I go to, I lied. I want to go next just so, I make sure you don't take my AFC team since you started with the AFC. I'm going with Double B, Bill Belichick. Hey, that was the other team. England Patriots was it? I had yep. a feeling, and I was like, I am not letting Tony get both AFC yep. teams. I have one AFC <laughs> and one NFC, and I, uh, I think. And, and look, we can agree; it's not a big deal. It's not like we said no duplicates. I think the infrastructure is in place. Great coach. Defense are, uh, you know, de- defenders are back. Stephon Gilmore is the, the question mark. He's going to miss the first six weeks, but I still think they're going to be an above average to really good defense with Bill Belichick uh, kind of re- getting his guys back after all those COVID opt-outs. On the flip side, Josh McDaniels now gets his guy. I was told weeks ago that Mac Jones and Josh McDaniels, it was, they, they were, almost best friends in their vision of this offense and what Mac Jones could do in it. 
And so the fact that he's the guy now and you have a bunch of running backs and you have guys that can get open with that two tight end system with John U. Smith and Hunter Henry, two red zone threats like that. I think the receivers are solid, not great, solid, but it's going to be the 2002 Patriots, 2003 Patriots, where the quarterback does his thing. They run the ball a lot. He's thrown 20 to 25 times, but it's efficient and defense is going to handle its business. So I like the Patriots. Give me 10 to 11 wins, and uh, and I think they make the playoffs and, and really push. I don't think they win the division in the AFC East because that, that Buffalo Bills team, but I think they really push the Bills in those matchups, and I think they get a win over Miami this weekend to start the season. Mac Jones is perfect for Josh McDaniels because Mac Jones is not going to trust himself. He's going to trust the system. And he's a system quarterback. That's that's exactly what they wanted. It ain't about you. It's about us. It's about playing within the system. And to have a quarterback, some people look at that as a detriment, but to have a quarterback do that on a team that wants you to do it is perfect. They want you to trust uh, trust the system. That's what Big Ben did in, in his career. To start his career, that's exactly what he's – he was a system quarterback. And there's a lot worse you can be as a rookie than that, especially if you're starting. You're right. So I'm going to go to the NFC. Uh, I think the team that's uh, that whose record didn't reflect how good they can be. I'm going with the 49ers. I don't care what people that say about wild. Jimmy G. <laughs> I don't care what people say about Jimmy G. Look at his record as a starter. OK, mm-hmm. uh, so people are just going to have to be upset because he's not super elite, but he's he, he's solid enough if he's healthy. And that's the biggest question if he's healthy. But with uh, uh, Nick Bosa coming back defensively with Nick Bosa and Fred Warner. They're another team with two guys at two different positions that are probably in the top five or top six in terms of having a, a lineman and a back end player. Um, and I call him a back end player because he's a side to sideline, sideline to sideline off the ball linebacker, but lineman plus one, they're top five in the league in terms of defense. So uh, I like their scheme. I think George Kittle is healthy. I think Brandon Ayuk is a, is a budding superstar, and Ro, and Raheem Mostert, he can just get it. He, he knows how to play. He's a one-cut runner who just gets up the field really fast. So they do a real good uh, job of designing offense there. And I think this is a league where you're going to need to take advantage of those matchups every single week. Can I give you one that they were 12-4 and four last year, but they're not predict, projected to win the division. I don't think a lot of people think they're going to make the playoffs but I think they're going to be pretty damn good. I already know you're talking about the New Orleans Saints. I knew it. I knew you were talking about because I feel the same way. Yeah. Like, look, I get it. It's Drew Brees. All right. I get it. It, it, It's almost like the Mac Jones type thing. He's going to run the system. You know what you're going to get. Did you watch Drew Brees last year? It's not like he was great when he was out there. Couldn't couldn't, couldn't couldn't throw the ball downfield. And I think Jameis Winston, absolutely. And I think Jameis Winston is going to bring that dynamic in a dome. I like their defensive line still. I think they'll be able to get after opposing quarterbacks. Their secondary is a question mark. I understand that. But is Alvin Kamara still on that team? Yes. Okay, so they do They do have their number one receiver. I know everyone thinks it's Michael Thomas. They do in, in, in Alvin Kamara. I mean, he's a freak. So if he's healthy, you got Callaway, you get Thomas midseason, Sean Payton, much like Bill Belichick, definitely eager to prove that he can win without his future Hall of Famer. I don't know, man. I, I think that they could win 17 game season. I think they could still get to double digits, you know, nine wins, 10 wins. I like the Saints. And, and I think that they're 
a few months ago, I might not have said this, but today I think they are underrated going into this season. And I certainly think they're a playoff contender. The AFC to me is very, very competitive at the top. It's mm-hmm. I don't think it's just I don't think it's the Chiefs and everybody else, like a lot of people. There's some really, really good teams. The top five or six teams in the AFC, at least the top four, when you talk about probably Tennessee, Baltimore's got some issues at running back. So you talk about Tennessee, Cleveland, mm-hmm. um, Kansas City. And the team that I really, really think is going to raise hell is the Buffalo Bills. And it's mm-hmm. it's because you talk about having having a, an identity. You talk about a team mirroring their coach. You talk about a bunch of guys that it seems like they all woke up and ate the same cereal. They drank, they drunk the same Similac, ate the same cereal as kids, looked at the same TV shows, and now they're like all of each other's soulmates. It's like the entire team is, is like one person. And, <laughs> and I really think in a league where you're going to have some top-heavy guys bottled up at the very top, give me, give me the toughest, meanest, nastiest, cons- most consistent. I know what I'm getting every single week from Buffalo. Give me that over everyone else. I think the Buffalo Bills – are going to not only go to the Super Bowl, I think the Buffalo Bills are going to win the Super Bowl this year. Against who? Tampa. Tampa. Oh, you see you're going after my guy Brady. Yeah, and the reason why is because I really do think that if you're going to beat Brady, you got to chase him, and I think Buffalo can rush the passer this year. That's fair. No, I mean, they, they invested in their pass rush. That Rousseau kid apparently looks great. And, and look great in training camp in the preseason. They, they had a plethora of pass rushers, so much so they had to trade one instead of cutting them uh, towards the end of the uh, end of preseason. There and everybody like talking about Bills. special quarterbacks. They got one. I I like the Bills a lot. I do. Um, to me, though, and call me crazy, but Patrick Mahomes with that offensive line after he just got pummeled in the Super Bowl. I think that they're they're motivated, and every team is motivated, right? But that's kind of embarrassing. And, and you know what it reminds me of? It kind of reminds me of, and I, I'm a big NBA fan, the Miami Heat beat the San Antonio Spurs. Ray Allen hit this game-winning uh, or game-tying shot in game six when the Spurs had the trophy on the sidelines in 2013. And, and LeBron, Ray Allen, Dwayne Wade, all those guys, they end up winning the title. The very next year, the Spurs went, turn it on and, and just – crush the heat in the finals right i'm not saying that's going to happen but i do think the chiefs with that revamped offensive line they get their way back they find their way back to the super bowl and it caught me crazy i think it's going to be a rematch i do you look at tampa where are they worse they added joe tryon they kept all 22 starters antonio brown still there giovanni bernard is another addition and probably the best running back in that backfield certainly best fit because he's a great pass blocker great pass catcher and Tom Brady is as determined as ever, it feels like. So I got Bucks, I got Chiefs. And if I had to pick today, I guess I go Chiefs. Can can you imagine a 44-year-old you know winning Super Bowl MVP? That's tough. Eight Super right. Bowls. So I'll take the Chiefs. So you know, I'm I'm really out on a limb here with my picks, Tony. But that's uh it, it's tough to go against either of those teams. It is. It's very tough to go against either one of them. I tell you what, though, in our third segment, which is our draft segment, we gotta mention something. 
did Alabama actually lose players or did all of did everybody just go back and become draft eligible because everybody looks the same they still got wide receivers running wide open running away from each other they still got a great quarterback uh who's a little bit undersized and then they still have all of that defense so we'll talk about uh Alabama and their machine in our third and final segment here on Locked On NFL on a Wednesday you know how Tom Brady might be still slinging it like he is and playing at such a high level at 44. Everyone talks about the TB12 diet. Maybe he's on the Built Bar plan, which is something I'm on, something I encourage all of our listeners to check out at Built.com because it's the number one protein bar on the planet. You're talking about nine delicious flavors, the occasional limited time flavor. They're packed with protein, low in sugar, low in carbs, perfect for any diet, whether you're just trying to get a protein punch post-workout or maybe it's a midday snack and you're on the run going from the office to home and everything in between, they're perfect for me when I go to practice and cover Bengals practice and then have to come home and record with Tony. Well, guess what? Sometimes I don't have time for lunch. I eat a Built Bar and they're uh, they're great. They taste amazing. They're covered in 100% chocolate. I love them and you will too. So go to Built or Built bar.com use promo code lock 15 and you're going to get 15% off your first order again use promo code lock 15 for 15% off at built.com hey man you want to run your football pool everyone wants to be in one and sometimes they want to run it but they think it's very difficult well football season is back and let's make the most of it with a better way to create your custom pool at runyourpool.com the premier sports pool hosting service run your pool makes it ridiculously easy to run a football pool with your friends, family, or office mates. They offer dozens of formats, including Survivor, Pick'em, Squares, Margin, Confidence Pools, 33, and more. Run your pool host formats for NFL and college football with one-week games, full season, playoffs, or the Super Bowl. Unlike other fantasy sports platforms, Run Your Pool has options and settings to make it your own. You can customize this thing. You can even brand your pool for local businesses, bar, or restaurant. Reconnect with friends and join nearly 2 million football fans to make every game action-packed this season. Check them out today and get $10 off of your runyourpool.com slash locked on. That's where you need to go. Or use our promo code locked on at checkout. Anywhere, everywhere in the world, Run Your Pool helps friends and colleagues compete. The NFL season starts September 9th. Start today at runyourpool.com slash locked on and have your pool up and running in minutes. That's runyourpool.com slash locked on. Moving right along here in the third and final segment. It's a short and sweet one, as it is always. Looking at some NFL drafts, uh, prospects, and first of all, uh, they're going to have on crimson and white, which they did this weekend. Alabama is just a machine, man. Uh, when you look at offensively and offensively, now when I saw Georgia play, I saw the same type of guys on defense, right? And I saw the same type of guys on offense. But Alabama's offense sets them, you know, Bill O'Brien was calling plays like a whiz. That sets them in an entirely different level in, in, in terms of the offense is the key. You lose four receivers to the NFL draft in two years. Don't worry about it. Mechie is still there. And then they got this kid, Jameson Williams, from up where in your parts from Ohio State, because he's similar to the kid that left Georgia and went to FSU that had two sacks the other night. He just wasn't going to get enough balls thrown him at Ohio State. So he says, let me go and show that I can play somewhere else. And now he looks like another guy who's a day one draft pick. 
what in the hell, man? They just know how to do it, and they just keep getting these. I talk about dudes eating the same food, drinking the same Similac. Alabama really knows how to develop players and, and recruit. They must just give their players – honestly, they're recruits. They, they visit high schools. Nick Saban's passing out belt bars to everybody <laughs> and, and just making sure that they're on the built bar plan a, you know, a year or two before they get to campus. You're right. I mean, they just – they reload, and it was scary. And, look, Georgia, they played well defensively, but they didn't score. Bama right. can score, and that's the difference. And I think that's the thing that Nick Saban has adjusted well to because he used to win games that way, right, where it was the game manager types in college. So they can't do that in the NFL. They're not capable of being a game manager in the NFL or a starting-level type quarterback. Now it's explosive. And worst case, you're getting this game manager type quarterback in the pros, right? Where Tua, I think he could be a game manager, right? I think Mac Jones, we just talked about it. But in college, it's just straight money. And so, yeah, they're uh, they're at it again. Nick Saban looking, what is it, number seven he's looking for? Number yeah. seven there? Yeah. Ooh. Bryce Young, too, has a live arm, man, for a dude that's only six feet and 190 pounds. Yeah. Um, Kyler Murray is going to make a bunch of kids a lot of money. And in the past, a guy like Bryce Young would be looked beyond. He, you kind of look past him. Not anymore. The league is going to be built on guys just like Bryce Young. What about Evan Neal, that that left tackle? I saw the kid that plays for the Jets a couple of years ago, and I said, I've never seen a dude that big. Makai uh, Becton. Becton. I said, I wanted the Jaguars to take him. I said, I've never seen a dude that big move that easily. Well, mm -hmm. guess what? Evan Neal. All six foot seven, 350 pounds of him. He did a, a they showed him doing that drill on a 42 inch box set where he jumps yep. up and his legs split. First of all, when he did it, I pulled my hamstring just watching it. Yep. Uh, I, I couldn't even do that. And this dude is six foot seven, 350 pounds, and just jumping up and doing a split and catching himself in on two different boxes. If you didn't see it, there's a box in front and a box behind him, and it's 42 inches, and he goes up and does a vertical and takes one foot and puts it out front and the other foot and puts it, and then he jumps down and then he does it again yeah. and again. And I'm like, where did they get this dude from in the bottom of the ocean somewhere? What the, it, where's he come from? Wakanda? That's, that's the yeah. black, that's the most black Panther stuff I've ever seen in my life. I'm like, where, where do they make these guys at? And he's just, it's unreal, man. It's unreal. And I don't know what the hell they're doing down there, but they might, they probably are eating a whole bunch of built bars because that's what they play. They they must be. I, it's it's crazy though, because you're right. I mean, that he did that, and like you said, I was like, "Ooh, that's scary!" Like, "Ooh," but he's doing it like it's routine. Imagine what he's not doing on camera. I can't <laughs> right? do it. I can't do it without the boxes. If I do that in here right now, I'd, I'd hurt myself. Yeah, it's it's nuts, and uh, I think uh, I wouldn't be shocked at all. And, and it's early, but a guy like that, top five pick, top five, hey, easy. don't easy. be surprised. Don't easily. be surprised. Easily. I won't be surprised, man. And y'all shouldn't be surprised either if you win some money because you looked at the Locked On Bets podcast with your boy Q and Lee Sterling. Get all of the information that's sponsored by Bet Online. And before you go to Bet Online, listen to the Locked On Bets podcast and subscribe wherever you get your podcast because ain't nothing wrong with a little bit of help if you're going to get some money, right, Jane? No. Get all the help you could get and then go to betonline.ag, use that promo code locked on. Boom. Free money and you get more money.
I love how you're doing that, man. You look like a rapper today, too. I wanted to tell you, you look like a rapper with your look with like your, a rapper. Uh -oh. Yeah, you look like you look like a rapper with your gear on, man. I like that, man. All right, all right. I, I like well that. next week I'll rap for you. All right, all right. I'm gonna hold you to it now. All right. I'm gonna hold you to it, man. Hey man, <laughs> we uh always enjoy it on here on a Wednesday on Locked On NFL. Uh, we always tell you when you when we get ready to leave, make sure you can keep taking care of each other. And we do appreciate you tuning in on Locked On NFL every single day, Monday through Friday, uh, actually, for all of the hosts. For James Rapine and Tony Wiggins, take care of each other, man, and we'll see you on Wednesday.